Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It is Friday. I'm not supposed to say that out loud in case we ever want to rerun the show, but it's too late now. We'll have to rerun it on a Friday. Usually the news is too current to rerun them anyway. We don't like to do that. I've taken very few liberties in such things because I'm uh, very dedicated to being here. Came here when I was sick. Came here right after I had surgery. I came here all the time. Uh, sometimes I leave right after the show if I'm sick. But uh, I believe it's important. And I think those who have stayed with me out there believe it is too. There's so much going on today. And, and uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. You know, I took a course, uh, Henry Blackaby's um, Experiencing God. And one of the exercises in that course was listing all the names of God. For such a time as this, Father God, we praise you with great adoration out of our hearts. You have many names, O God, Creator, Savior, Friend, Teacher, Judge, Brother, Father, Jesus, Jehovah, Adonai, Love, Truth, life, and so many more, Father. Thank you for being all these things to us. Father, forgive us for failing you, for failing to understand your greatness, your awesomeness, that you are omnipotent, omnipresent, and always in control, even when we are out of control. Protect us in our ignorance, Father, for it is great. Many days our ignorance is great. Guide us with your wisdom. Grant us strength and discernment. For we're being fed lots of things, Father, and it's hard to sift out to know what is true in reality and what is false and hurtful. Protect President Donald J. Trump and all those around him. Father, I said yesterday, I know that they have book knowledge. I know they know the law. But I pray that they know you. And that someone there is giving them godly counsel. Father, I pray that you will put that in their path. That you will be leading them. I know that, that these men and these women that are in trouble... They're not innocent. They're not without sin, for only our Lord was without sin. But, Father, they're trying, and they are being treated unjustly. Guide us with your wisdom. Grant us strength and discernment. And I know, Abba Father, in the midst of the chaos here, in the midst of the storm, you are our salvation. And you are always, always in charge. And you are 
our constant. May we lean on you as we should and not on our own understandings. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to start out with sad. Dick Butkus passed away. I'm sure you know that by now. He was 80 years old. One of the lucky ones. They say he died peacefully in his sleep. That doesn't happen to too many people. Uh, he was a great guy, except for he was a linebacker with the Chicago Bears. I don't know. <laughs> he did some acting. I remember watching him in some movies and such and shows. Um, our prayers and our thoughts go out to the community and his family, who all miss him so, so very much. Today is also World Smile Day, so put a smile on your face. How can you not? And it's National German-American Day. Now, you know, Rudy told me that, and I'm thinking, why is it always German-American or Irish-American? Why isn't it American-Irish or American-German? Because they're American first, right? Shouldn't we be American first? Why isn't it that way? And it's also National Manufacturing Day. Da, da, da. It's uh, few and far between these days, isn't it? So this came out today. Employment percentage by race in September was the white race has 3.4% unemployment, and it stayed the same. It didn't go up. It didn't go down. The black unemployment is 5.3%. It went down 7%. Hispanic unemployment is at 4.6. It went down 6.1%. And let me tell you this. Bidenomics is just getting started, people. If we don't put a stop to it, it's going to get much, much worse. Well, y'all know, y'all, how the House recently has no speaker. And America is being told we are in chaos. Did the chaos just begin when this week? I mean, was everything calm before Matt Gates made all these ripples? When you clean out the manure from the barn, and I'm not calling McCarthy manure, but Congress seems to be filled with corruption and filth. And I wonder if uh, a new speaker will discontinue the slush fund and make sure that each member behaves himself. Oh, but I digress. Let's get back to what we were saying. When you clean out the stuff in the barn, there's a lot of very ugly stuff underneath the manure. When you clean out or declutter, usually there's a bigger mess before the drawer, the closet, or the room, or the basement, or the shed, whatever it is you're cleaning out, is clean. And the rags that you used, or the broom even, it's filthy. They are filthy. And if you're done, and if you've done a really, really good job, you filled a lot of trash bags. Is that chaos? I understand we need a speaker. I never liked Kevin. And no, I don't think he was representing we the people. I don't. I was told yesterday... He couldn't, and neither can anybody else, do what was being demanded of him. Because it just won't pass, and of course it won't. Whatever they do won't pass. I said, well, that shouldn't keep them from doing the right thing. It shouldn't stop them from doing that which is right. And he said to me, they need to negotiate. And to which I said, 
We've negotiated enough. Let's face it, America. Congress is not representing us. They are not in charge of the clattering train. I wrote an article years ago, The Land of Pretending. Americans are, we view them, we view ourselves as being free. We have for decades. But we are not free. We're just pretending. We have a generation or two that believe if you disagree with them or the government, you should be silenced. Well, that's not freedom of speech, is it? We have a generation or two who do not believe in prosperity, capitalism, or free markets. They don't want to work hard enough to be competitive, so they prefer the government regulate, mandate, and control it all. We have a generation or two who don't know how to work. And the public school system, especially in the cities, they're making sure that they're not educated. Now I'm going to tell a story. Yesterday I had to uh, go have my annual blood work done. I'm going to have my annual checkup done. And she always wants several vials of blood for some reason. So I couldn't eat. So it was about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I went through McDonald's to get a cheeseburger and some fries. The small fries. I know, I'm always trying to lose weight and then I wonder why. $5.05 was what it was. I gave her $6 and the girls like a deer in the headlight. I felt sorry for her. It was awkward. She was staring at the, the monitor. It said she owed me 95 cents. She didn't know how to count it out. I finally said three quarters and two dimes. And I did it as kindly as I could. She thanked me. She smiled. But she was embarrassed. We're not free, America. And something's not right. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Are you one of many who are avoiding genetically modified food or food containing soy? If so, have we got an egg for you. Ben Roberts eggs are soy-free and non-GMO, making them safe and deliciously nutritious. Ben feeds his hens his own mixture, which does not contain soy and is non-GMO. Look for the eggs in the red and white checkered box in the dairy case at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or your local natural market. As a breast cancer survivor, I'm aware that certain foods are more beneficial to my health. The American Breast Cancer Foundation has endorsed Ben's eggs for women who need to avoid eating soy. Ben Roberts' eggs are absolutely soy-free and non-GMO. Make this healthy choice. Look for Ben's eggs in the red and white checkered box at Deerberg's, Hy-Vee, or in your local health food store. If you don't see them, ask for them. You'll be glad you did. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Return. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth, and we have our favorite call in on Fridays. We have Daniel Turner with us. Daniel, I'm not even going to pretend to know what's on your mind today. Because <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Beth, uh, it's been a busy, busy week. I, we're told that the world is in chaos just because of things in D.C., but I'm not sure that's totally true. No, no. I mean, I, I don't mind a little bit of chaos when it comes to Washington, D.C., because. Uh, the status quo really hasn't worked very well. And, and so I think the media loves what's happening right now. The media loves Republican on Republican violence. Um, I don't love the fact that we, the, the party can't come together and, and get yeah. their act together the way a family has to or a business has to. So I, I definitely understand the frustration. But there's also a part of me that says um, so many moderate Democrats – said they were going to stand up to Nancy Pelosi and say, we are going to stop this reckless spending. The one that comes to mind most of all, someone who I was very happy to see defeated last year for the Senate in Ohio is um, Tim Ryan. Nice looking guy, big head of gray hair, blue collar family, moderate Democrat. He opposed Speaker Pelosi as, uh, as Speaker, saying, she presents a radical leftist view that I don't think is mainstream Democrat beliefs, and I will oppose her. He didn't. No. He did absolutely nothing. And then, you know, he watched a, a radical agenda, trillions in spending, um, and then he decided to run for the Senate in Ohio, and, and J.D. Vance very comfortably beat him for that role. Yes. And and so the reason why I mention that is, yes, like I said, I, I dislike the fact that the Republicans can't get their act together and there's a lot of infighting. But I would, to a certain extent, rather that than the moderates of the party, like Tim Ryan, just getting rolled over and just getting steamrolled to say, nope, this is who we are now. And and I like the fact that enough Republicans said, I don't appreciate the fact that he ran for speaker, Mr. McCarthy, saying he was going to do X, Y, and Z, and he didn't. Let's hold them accountable. Now, the next speaker is not going to allow that to happen. The next speaker is going to say, oh, no, no, you're not going to oppose me. Once you give me this gavel, I am keeping it. And I don't know if I like that. I don't know I don't if know I like either. the fact that business as usual is a good thing in D.C. because it's not good for the American people. 
No, and it doesn't get anything done. I mean, that was the problem anyway. McCarthy wasn't really getting anything done. And, of course, the argument that I'm hearing on the other side was he can't do what was being demanded of him because they don't have the they only have a slight majority and it's not going to pass in the Senate anyway. Well, just because, you know, it's not going to pass in the Senate anyway. Is that the reason not to do it right? Is that the exactly. reason not to do the right thing? And person I was arguing with uh, said they need to negotiate. And I looked and I said, I think we've negotiated enough. Yep. <laughs> so I'm I, a little hard headed. I, I have never seen the left say, look, we can't push this piece of legislation because we know it's not going to get through the other chamber. So let's just not right. know. They push for their values. If you want to call them values, we can put that in quotes. They push for their values all the time. And they never see an opportunity and say, or never see a situation or a circumstance and say, ah, you know what, folks, the winds are not favoring us. Uh, let's just back down and wait until the political climate changes. Whatever they want, whether it's a radical trans agenda, whether it's radical attacks on the First or Second Amendment, uh, radical spending, climate, whatever their issue is, they fight for it all the time, which is, quite frankly, why they normally win. If you fight 100% of the time and Rudy fights 50% of the time, Odds are you're going to have more victory just because he's you're fighting more than he is. And I feel like Republicans half the time say, ah, you know what, maybe we shouldn't fight right now because it's just going to get stopped in the Senate. So let's not even bother. Yeah, they're not fighters. And I kind of wonder, too, and this is just me being me. If the Democrats never feel that way because they know they own some of the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. They, they know they're going to have, we never get a Democrat on our side, very seldom. I shouldn't say never. But, you know, McCarthy planned on Pelosi's backing him up and she did not back him up. Yeah. I do no, like she the fact she got and, locked and out of her they office. They tried though. to make a, a, a big deal about McCarthy kicking Pelosi out of her, her coveted office space. Uh, and how ungentlemanly it was, and how uh, blah, blah, blah. I would like to know, why did the Speaker of the House let Nancy Pelosi continue to have the Speaker's cubby? That's yeah. very bizarre. If, if you know, when, you, when you lose, you give up the good offices, and it's one of the things people hate, uh, one of the members of Congress hate, especially the junior members. If you're a very senior member of Congress, uh, of the House, um, you've been there for a while, even when the House changes hands, you keep your office. It's kind of a respect to say, look, Congressman X, you've been here for 30 years. That's way too long to be there. But not the Speaker's Cubby. There are a number of offices in the actual Capitol building itself. I'm sure your listeners know the majority of congressional offices are in buildings that they've built over the years a mile from the Capitol building. They're connected underground by tunnels and by railroads. But they're not next to they're not in the Capitol. There are some very coveted office spaces in the actual Capitol building designed by, you know, basically Thomas Jefferson. Uh, he, he was he was the, the president at the time when it was being built and it was heavily handed in what it was going to look like. And, and those offices go to the speaker and leadership. And when leadership changes, you lose that office. It boggles my mind that they said to Speaker Pelosi, well, you can keep it. Now you keep that office. You've been here. No, that's part of losing. So uh, it shows you how deferential the Republicans are to the Democrats to begin with. Why? Why yeah. would you let? 
Why and, would you let it, them keep this space? Why I don't know. And why like were that, they that using thing, the excuse that she's a usual, female? I don't understand about DC. And why were they using the excuse that she's a female? And it would be ungentlemanly of him. Aren't they all equal up there? <laughs> and, and, and we really don't know for sure. Um, I guess. I guess you reckon. A, a tough issue. To t- like all these issues are tough. But I will just tell a very quick little story. I had one of my town halls a couple of weeks ago. I had a very increasingly hostile and growingly nasty exchange with Ooh. a teacher union member who showed up for the whole point of heckling me. And wow. it, it, it got more and more aggressive. Kudos and finally, to you, I, I was able to take the floor and I walked her through her points and I very ceremoniously but very bluntly dismantled her argument and, and got some nice applause. And when I was done, she said that my attacks were sexist and she felt threatened by them. And I was so angry at that point, Beth, and I said, oh, no, no, you don't get to play the female card right now. I'm sorry. You're going to come to my town hall and disrupt me. And then when I defeat you, you're going to start claiming I can't do it because you're a woman. No, no, no. You want to fight with the big boy lady, then you're going to act like one of the big boys. And I got more applause. So I find it very (laughs) funny that Nancy Pelosi can be the most awful human being in the world. But then when you want to take her at her office space, suddenly she's got hair and pigtails and she's just a helpless girl. girl. You can't take my office. So (laughs) (laughs) you can't play the sexism card anymore. You know, I I have something I wanted to, and maybe I I don't think I asked you this, but maybe I did. I know I mentioned it to somebody here recently, but when Trump was speaking in California last week or a week or so, wasn't that last weekend? Yes, ma'am. And he was talking about how they were pumping water into the ocean instead of using the water for the farmland and such. And I just, I thought he missed an opportunity. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. If they're pumping this water into the ocean... And they're telling us that the ocean sea levels are rising. Why are they pumping more water into the ocean? (laughs) So I just thought that Trump, if you see him, put that little bug in his ear and tell him he should have used that one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those examples of of God's commandment uh, in in Genesis to to subdue the earth. And, And when we subdue nature when we control nature we make it better um and and so allowing rainwater to disappear into the ocean is nature it's natural that's where rivers go but if we were able to harness that and and put it in reservoirs and redirect it through croplands etc we're subduing nature we're still respecting it but we're using it for the good of humanity Absolutely. and so it's one of those examples how the radical environmentalists they try to convince us that we are actually destroying nature. And we say, no, we're subduing it for the good of humans, because that is the commandment that God gave us in Genesis. You're absolutely correct. I love the way you put that, too. And, of course, they don't believe in a God, so they believe no. in the earth being the God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they believe that they're the only ones who profit by it. Not anyone else. Not anyone else. But... If the sea levels are rising and you're dumping water into the sea, then something ain't right. Something ain't right. But anyway, that's just me. You have a great and fantastic weekend. And be careful, because next Friday, I think next Friday is the 13th. Oh, I'm afraid. (laughs) You're probably about as scared as I am. All right. You have a great one. Thank you so much for all that you do, Daniel. Appreciate it. Love you. You've been listening to CSE Talk Radio, and we will be right back.
for such a time as this. We know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The future of this nation is relying on the bended knees of the people, God's people. Will you accept this challenge to sacrifice five minutes a day to kneel and to pray? For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. Webster defines liberty as the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's life, behavior, or political views. Today we seem to want restrictions, government micromanaging our lives, but do we realize the cost? Alexander Hamilton once stated, there is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit csctalkradio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, First Place in Journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award, so many honors, great photos, and wonderful Wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, brush strokes and balladeers, the M-Bar, the call of the cow country. You can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books. Visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices. Call 1-800-RANGE-4-U. That's 1-800-726-4348. Be sure to let them know Beth Ann sent you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. 
we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I know you just heard that uh, commercial for my pillow. Mike is under attack. I don't know if you know, but the uh, American, uh, I'm trying to think, it's American Express. Is that what it is? No. Um, the banking system that has taken care of him for years. They've been a partnership. They're refusing to give him any more credit or any credit line above a certain amount which they had always done before. So he's under attack, and he needs the American people to help him. So I know maybe you don't need another pillow. Maybe you don't need this, but what about, you know, I I know one year for Christmas, I gave every one of my grandchildren one of those to-go pillows, one of those little ones for traveling. What about giving that to the kids or another big pillow? They have the body pillows now, too, or the slippers. You know, my brother's not healthy, and he has several pairs of those slippers now, and he's a poor guy. (laughs) But uh, they help him. They uh, keep his feet, and he wears them everywhere because his feet are just, his legs and feet are in bad shape because of Agent Orange. So support my pillow. Made in the USA. He's keeping people working. And he's got a great product, great product with the pillows and the slippers and other things that he has there. The sheets are awesome. So go to his website and look up my pillow, or go to my website and click on the icon there with my pillow. They're going to start having their holiday sales right away. They're not going to wait. Give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That is for CSE Talk Radio. If you do order online, just put the promo code Beth Ann. That's B E T H A N N. And that's my first and my middle name. And uh then the show will get credit for it. But let's let's help Mike out. People like Mike are keeping America working. So let's go back to my monologue and I I'll tell you why I've on this direction here in just a little bit. But I was telling you the story before we had Daniel on last uh, segment. In in the first segment, I was telling you a story about the young girl. And and it was embarrassing for her. And it was getting to be awkward because she really was. And I think, have you ever had a a brain fog, you know, and then all of a sudden you panic and the fog doesn't clear. it It gets thicker. And I could see that in her face. She'd look at the monitor telling her how much money to give me back. So she didn't even have to figure that part out. All she had to do was count the change out of the drawer. And she didn't know how to do it. She didn't know 25, 50, 75, 85, 95 with two dimes. Um, I don't think it's an accident. Rudy and I were talking about this this morning before I even told him that story, I think, about how our young people are not being well-educated. They're being taught the wrong things. It's an advantage to a communist regime government to keep the children, to keep the young people misinformed, uneducated, keep them down so they can't think for themselves. They don't believe that they're capable of this or of that. So now... The communist government, is it in charge now? 
or has it been in charge for a long time that we're just now seeing these generations or two generations or maybe it's three generations? But has it been in charge all along and or for a long time and it just got exposed when Donald Trump decided to run for president? It was revealed. So we've been peeling back the onion and every time we get down another layer, we just cry all the more from what we find. This morning's devotional had the clattering train by Edwin James Milliken. It only had a part of it, and I'm going to share it with you today. Who is in charge of the clattering train? The axles creak and the coupling strain. For the pace is hot and the points are near, and sleep hath deadened the driver's ear. And signals flash through the night in vain. Death is in charge of the clattering train. Churchill recited this poem as he was warning the threats of the Nazis, trying to wake everyone up and let them know. And he said, I'm not a warmongerer. He, he wanted to stop this man. The real ones, not the made-up Nazis, the real Nazis, not the made-up ones that we're hearing about today from the left as they're calling Trump a Nazi. But doesn't that poem fit the mess of this nation and the world today? What if, there we go again, China is already in charge of our clattering chain? I fear they are. What kind of person sells their nation, their people, to another? And how is this any different than slavery? Do they not profit from their deals while the people suffer and work? Communism. It is slavery. And so many in America who cry about our past which was dark, are selling our future down the path to an even more sinister form of slavery. Who is in charge of the clattering train? The axles creak and the coupling strain. I'd never heard that poem before, and I like poetry. I guess I need to do a little more reading of that and a little less watching of the news because I don't know if I learned squat from the news. So here we have the headlines. In fact, in that devotional, it said it doesn't matter what the headlines are. God is in charge. He does allow chaos, though. But God is in charge. I heard it put like this one time. I was uh, reading a book by... um, um, Charles Swindoll, Chuck Swindoll. And he was talking about how a ship is out to sea. And it has a destination. And it's going to make that destination. There's no question about that. But what is on that ship is total chaos. Things on this ship are going every which direction. I mean, these people are just a mess. But the ship and the captain still have the same goal and destination. Joe Biden has nominated a form, uh, Hunter's former law firm colleague 
to lead federal watchdog task with protecting whistleblowers. How 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 much protection do you think the whistleblowers there in the IRS against Hunter Biden are going to get with this man in charge? What do you think? Do you think that there's a little chaos going on in that regime there, the communist regime? Now, I really want you to stop and think about this one. Take, take a little sip of your coffee, and then let's think about this. An elite, the elite, not the one, elite private schools in New York City are owned by Chinese party boss. A Chinese Communist Party boss. A group of four high school private schools in New York City is owned by a company that is run by a man identified as a senior member of the Chinese Communist Party. According to the New York Post, the Basis Independent Schools District has two campuses in Manhattan and under two in Brook and another two in Brooklyn. The district charges as much as a year in tuition and promotes itself as a district that produces graduates who gain entry into some of the world's most prestigious colleges. Who's in charge of America's clattering chain? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. 
Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I was talking about this elite private schools in New York City. And if you think it's only in New York, you know, I don't know whether I need to go buy a bag of, you know, I used to keep a bag of dum-dums for my grandchildren because they just loved them so much. You know, we're being very naive, America. And because we have, and I'm including myself in this, we're losing our country. Maybe we've already lost it. They've got two campuses, this this uh, communist-owned, we're just going to say it, it's a communist-owned uh, school district. It's called the Basis Independent Schools, and it's uh, BIS school district. They've got two campuses in Manhattan and two in Brooklyn. It says the district consists of pre through kindergarten to second grade school in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, and pre-K to 5th grade school in the Upper West Side, a 3rd grade to 12th grade school in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and a 6th grade to 12th grade school in Chelsea. The Red Hook campus was recently ranked by Nick as, uh, Nick, or whatever that is, as among the best college prep schools in the country. However... The district was sold in 2019 to the Spring Education Group, which itself is owned by the Hong Kong-based Primavera Capital Group. The PCG's chairman and CEO is a man named Fred, oh boy, Zuliu Hu, a Harvard graduate and advisor to Harvard and Columbia University, a former Goldman Sachs banker, and senior member 
of the Communist Party, of the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Our children are in the public schools, are not being taught. They're not being educated. They're being taught a lot of trash. They're being presented with a lot of pornography. But they're not being educated. Now, a gentleman who follows on Facebook, just he, he pretty much put it out there. It's the parents have to be in charge. Who's in charge of the clattering train? You know, I see these kids, and they've got tattoos up and down their arms and their legs, and, and they've got, you know, they're all against slavery. Do they not know a ring in your nose is, is a sign of slavery? That was. I guess it's not anymore. They put rings everywhere in their tongues, their nose, their ears. I've wear your rings. <laughs> Who's the governor? Cuomo had them in his nipples on his chest. They put them in their belly buttons. They put them everywhere. I don't even want to discuss where they put some of them. It's got to be painful. But about the only Fox show I watch anymore, and I don't watch it every night, and he is kind of raunchy, but it's gut-filled. And Tyrus on there, great big wrestler guy. He's he's half black. His mother was white. His father was black and left him. His mother pretty much raised him all by herself, raised by grandparents. He's got several children of his own, and he's not necessarily a Christian either. He's not. I bought his book, and my husband read it, and it's interesting, but he's not a Christian. But he said that you need to take your children out of the public school system. You need to homeschool them. That is protecting your children. Don't let the communists teach them these things. Don't let... These teachers put this pornography in front of the students. Years ago, and my sister was quite upset, they banned a book. I have an article here on banned books. But they banned a book because they felt it was racist. And I said, I never saw it that way. I saw the young man as a hero in it. It's just a made-up story. It was Little Black Sambo. And he went walking, and the tiger was going to attack him. And little black Sambo ran around the tree so fast and so long, and the tiger kept chasing him, and the tiger turned to butter. And we know that a tiger can't turn to butter. And we know that no matter what color your skin is, you can't run around the tree fast enough to melt tiger. It was just a made-up story. He, he, he scooped up all the butter and put it in a bucket and took it home to his mother. He was a hero. My oldest nephew, my sister's oldest son, that was his favorite book, and she read it to him over and over and over again, and then they banned it. And you can't find it anywhere. It made the little black boy a hero. And they banned it. And now, 
when these parents want them to take these these books of pornography out of the schools, they're just screaming Nazism, but yet they're banning Christian books. They're banning books that have positive thinking in them. I remember as a child hearing stories about how the Nazis burned the books. What books did they burn? The Bible. Josh Hawley is introducing legislation to allow the border states to deport illegal immigrants. Oh, yes. And Joe Biden's decided since it's election time that he needs to build a wall. But my question here with Josh Hawley, this should have been done a long, long time ago. And it should have been done or maybe should have been started by senators and representatives out of Texas and Arizona and New Mexico, maybe New York, because they're coming across up there, too. They're coming across on the north side. It's a little too little too late. I still want them to build the wall. But somebody made the comment last night, Rudy. Why now? What do they know that all of a sudden they're putting up a wall? Another thought is the wall to keep them out or to keep us in. America, we're in trouble. Who's in charge of the clattering train? Let's read that one more time here before we close. Because I think, I do love poetry, and I do think it does serve us well to to read it. Now, when Churchill recited it, at least in the movie, he was quite angry. He was quite angry. Who's in charge of the clattering train? The axles creak and the cump leaks drain. For the pace is hot and the points are near. And sleep hath deadened the driver's ear. The signals flash from the night in vain through the night in vain. Death is in charge of the clattering train. America, when our founding fathers fought for our freedom, there were only two to three percent of the Americans willing to do it. I ask you today, do you have what it takes to bring America home? CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. 
Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All-American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. MyPillow, McCall's Candles, Liberty Tabletop, and there's more to come. Whether you contact them via website or by phone, you have to use the promo code BETHANN. These companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and U.S. regulations, and they have earned your business. They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, csctalkradio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's csctalkradio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code BETHANN. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. 